podcast. So welcome back, everybody. We have an amazing guest today. She's smart. She's beautiful. She's funny. You guys are going to love her just as much as I do. Um, her and I quickly became Instagram friends and weekly we're jumping on there going back and forth. So I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Keely with Rough Rules. So thank you for being on the show today, Keely. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. I feel like this is what our friendship on Instagram has led up to. <laughs> I know, I know. And she's another one where she, so you're in Florida and we're in North Carolina, yep. but we actually took a family trip out to Florida. What was that, babe, last year? Mm -hmm. And instantly, I'm on a family trip, but I'm messaging Keely. I'm like, how far is this town from you? Like, where are you in this state right now? It was like four hours. Yeah, there. and it was. It was like just at that point of being a little mm -hmm. too far. And your work schedule was really busy. And I obviously was there with the kids, supposed to be like off from work. And yeah. still, I'm like laying in my bed at night. Like, how can I finagle this? Like, if I leave yeah, in the middle we of the night, like, can see. we get breakfast? Yes. <laughs> you try. I meet halfway and you meet halfway. <laughs> I know. I know. And again, you know, life is crazy. But we will we will set that up. Needs, we will get together. It needs to be intentional. Yes. Just set it up. Yes. Yep. We will get I'm on coming the to visit you guys. Sure. That's what I want. And then if you need a vacation, that's what us Florida people offer. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I can, you can come to me in your summer where it's too hot and then I can come to you in our winter when it's too cold. Perfect. See, that's, that's the type of friendships win -win. I'm looking for. So, so get ready people, get ready for it. But all right. So tell us a little bit about, um, First off, you and how you got into dog training, because I actually don't know your background story of how it started. I just know from Rough Rules and on. So tell us a little bit about how you got into dog training. Yeah, so I got into dog training officially in 2013. Um, it, I really have to throw this back to my father and even my mom, but my father always had a passion with our dogs. I always had a crazy passion just with animals in general. I think I brought home every animal I could find as a kid. Um, I was one class away from getting my AA. I was going to school because I wanted to be a occupational therapist and my heart was never in it. I mean, I just never really enjoyed sitting in class, not moving. And I had to work so hard to study. <laughs> I think I have to reread things 10 times for it to like click just the way mm -hmm. my brain operates. And, Same. you know, I really got discouraged at the end of it. And I went to my parents and I was like, I don't want to do this. And not for nothing. My parents have given me so much that is important, um, but we didn't come for money. I was working a job, two jobs. I was a nanny. I was a bartender. I was doing four classes and I, I just wasn't in it. And I went to my dad and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he instantly was like, you're going to go to a dog training school. And I was like, am I? And I have to give the credit to him. He found this school that was called, is called Starmark Academy located in Hutto, Texas, probably about 45 minutes from Austin. And we went and visited. So it was like a, you know, college experience. It's hysterical when I think back to it and so grateful for it all. But I went out there. So instead of having these parents that were like, no, you need to, you know, stick in school and you need to do this because that's what the world shows as, you know, acceptable. And again, this is 2013. So dog training was not super cool as what I do feel like it is now. And, mm -hmm. um, I'm just very appreciative of the just guidance and encouragement and also like genuine excitement that my parents had for me on this like crazy journey. And so I started at Starmark spring, or no, I'm so sorry, fall of 2013. It's a three month program. And, um, you know, I went in there like, just, I'm an easygoing person. You know, I really enjoy like learning new things, getting out of my comfort zone. And so here I am in this three month program. And I went in there being like, I got this. I've like handled dogs, you know, I did some group classes and, you know, my own personal dogs I worked with. And, um, you know, it's really funny. I definitely left there feeling like, whoa, I don't think I know anything, you know, I'm like, what do I know? It was such, there was so much more depth to how dogs learn and how to handle them and how to train them that 
that school and that opportunity just gave me such a head start. Um, and I was really fortunate that they did offer an internship program at the end of the three-month course, and it was another three months. So ultimately what would happen is I would be an intern to my mentors, and then I would be a coach to the new students. So it really was a phenomenal opportunity. I, 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 def I, I got that. So I applied for it myself and this other girl who became my best friend. We, uh, they only gave it to one person and she was an incredible human being. And I was like, Hey, I was like, we should do our little internship papers separately, but then we should do one together on why they should give it to both of us. And they <laughs> took that bait and her and I were able to stay on for that three months as interns. And that was just I, I don't think I understood how helpful that was going to be, especially in the position that I am in now. I had no idea what that was like building me up for, but, you know, being able to read the new students and also be able to help them, mentor them, encourage them, because I mean, it was, it was a lot like you're there, you're waking up at six and you're working until, you know, nine o'clock at night with these dogs. Um, I was able to really read, you know, body language on these students and how to provide for them and encourage. But then the best part was I was getting so much more knowledge from my mentors and I was able to really build a great relationship with them. They were at my wedding. Um, that I still have awesome. till this day. Yeah. And so that was really cool. And I was always supposed to come home. My now husband, Andrew, we were doing long distance back then. So he's, you know, patiently waiting in Florida with my family because they're like, oh, she's going to come home. And I'm like, no, I'm not. This is like the best <laughs> time of my life right now. And so three months turned into six months. And then after that, I applied for an internship program with a uh, drug detection company. And I pretty much was like, hey, I'll give you guys all this free time of me for me of me. And you let me know, you know, Smart. what we think this could look like in the long run. Maybe I don't like it. Maybe I do. And, um, I was working with them for the remaining like two years, uh, that I was there. And it was such a different experience. I went from the pet world industry of what you learned at Starmark to complete opposite. I mean, we're looking for drive. We're looking for jump, pull on that leash, wherever you, you know, are getting that scent of a possible, you know, drug, like I need you to take me there and I need to be able to read you and, mm -hmm. you know, guide you and let you do your thing. So it was a really cool experience for me. And again, I don't think at the time that I was truly understanding like how much experience I was getting from handling all these different types of dogs. Um, but that is ultimately where I got my foot into um, the whole dog training experience. And I even had to do IPO stuff um, because they were big into IPO. So I was like doing the BH. I got my IPO one with one dog. That was never my passion. I have to say it was super cool, but uh, it wasn't something that I was like crazy passionate about. I really always was like, man, for some reason, I feel like this pet world is just like where I kind of fit in the most. I did thoroughly enjoy the drug detection uh, work, but moving back to Florida, you just don't have anything here for that. You know, you have the cruise lines and then it's like, you know, if you're with BSO and that, those type of canines, but out in Texas, we had so many oil rigs that there was much more of a variety of what you could do with these dogs for opportunities. But, um, when I moved back, oh, that's home, interesting. I didn't even think of yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's different. You would never think about it, but when I moved back home, uh, I <laughs> wasn't training dogs at all and I was miserable. And then that was oh. like, uh, a big downfall in my life, my lowest point. And so I worked uh, bartending and a nine to five job and I wasn't happy with anything in my life. And I was so hyper aware of it. And then I got myself out of debt. And then this company reached out to me and was like, hey, we would love to interview you for a dog training position. And I totally blew them off. I honestly can't even believe, excuse me, believe that she reached out <laughs> to like, have asked me to come back and um I took the bait and I'm so thankful point? I did. What was that? I was 27 I want to say turning 27. Okay. I'm turning 33 in January. So yeah. Uh I was 27. And um I took the I took the leap. I started working for this company. Uh that's where I was introduced to e-callers and mm because of my background and because I had so much, um, prior education of like handling dogs and how they learn and how to train them that 
I quickly realized I did not like the way this company did things. There was just so mm. much more you could do to benefit an owner and a dog with the e-collar. And I felt like they were taking shortcuts and, um, you know, very grateful for the opportunity, nothing terrible to say except for that. And you really wouldn't know that that isn't the right way to do things probably unless mm. you kind of had an outside experience it. with handling dogs and seeing all the different ways you could train <clears> them prior. doesn't mean I, I'm a big e-collar trainer. I'm so passionate about it. That is my bread and butter. Um, but there's just a proper way, in my opinion, to do it. And they just weren't doing it like that. Um, and so in 2019, I lost my brother uh, to a drug mm. overdose. And one of the last conversations that I had with him, he was, you know, listening to me talk about, you know, training dogs and how I just was very, um, I'm just so passionate about it. I'm so thankful that this is what I do for a living. I think you can kind of just, he could see that. And he's like, well, when are you going to stop doing this for everybody else and do something for yourself? Like mm -hmm. you got to do this for yourself, Keely. Like you, you have all the ability to do it. You just have to trust yourself. And, uh, he passed away a month later and I took all just that pain that you really just could never understand uh, until you go through it. And I mm -hmm. put it into Rough Rolls and my company and just was like, we're doing this together. And I am so grateful that I have this company because every day I get to feel like him and I show up mm -hmm. together and we do this because I'm very loyal. <laughs> I'm a mm -hmm. very loyal person. And I don't know mm -hmm. if I, how long it would have taken me to leave that company that kind of gave me that in back to dog training, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. And that is now how I've gotten into rough rolls and going on four years of that. And uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a long, long story that I'm trying to shorten. Mm. And even that's not that short, but that's pretty no, much how I've gotten so to good. where I am right now. <laughs> you got me fired up now. Yeah. Hey, so, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so I only recently had known about your brother. And again, you know, just so sorry that that happened. But um, you had shared a post not too long ago about, yes. you know, just sharing a little bit about it. And I remember like sitting on my phone. I'm like, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. You're Everybody crying. else is crying. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was just so moving. I was like, wow, like that was her catalyst, you know, you know for, for all of this. And it's so beautiful because when I feel like when huge things like that happen in your life, to two who ways. it to who it affects, it can it goes one of two ways, right? And you know, you really took it and ran with it. And obviously it's it's heartbreaking and it's it has all of, all of this stuff tied to it, but you found the one good thing that you could pull from it and just exploded it. You know, really went with it, really took off, you know, and I have no doubt in my mind that he is with you every day and looking down at you smiling and being like, that's my sis. You go, girl. That's right. You know, keep it yeah. going. And uh, and probably a little bit of like, I, I did that. I told her to do that to probably take a little yeah. bit of credit oh, there. Sure. He better you be know? taking all that credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, one of the things amazing. I was, yeah. And one of the things I was so excited to just do this podcast with you guys is obviously our faith is very aligned and very strong. Mm -hmm. And so anybody who wants to hear, where my strength comes from, I'm going to always tell them, Hey, it's God first and my faith, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to hear about it. Okay. That's okay. I won't, I won't <laughs> bore you with the God talk, but if you really want to know how I sh show up every day, it, that, that is my strength is through him. And I have to always, you know, going through that really difficult time of losing my brother. If I didn't have the relationship I had with God, if I didn't know how much he loved me if i didn't understand how much he loved my brother and that things at the end of the day no matter if they are the darkest hour or the brightest moment there is always something that is to be gained from it and i always knew that to my core um it doesn't mean it wasn't really really difficult but yeah. i always say this and i learned this through my life coaching uh, mm. course that I started taking after my brother passed away. Um, again, I've learned so much about how to handle situations, how to better um, challenge my mindset, dive deeper into my faith, all from this loss with my brother, right? And that does not mean that I would, you know, I'm so thankful he's not here because look at everything I got, right? But yeah. you're going to go through the storm no matter what. And it's your, the way you want to view your perspective 
of your situation is you're going to be ultimately your outcome. Because what I've always shared with everybody, and this is what I learned in my life coaching and what she said to me that just had that light bulb moment for me is, Hey, you know, when life comes, you have facts and you have stories. And my facts were that my brother died from an overdose. And at this time, I was three years of not drinking. Um, I chose to quit drinking just because I was really good at blacking out. And that's a whole nother story if you guys ever want to get into it. Um, and I really wanted to dive deep into this career with dogs. And I'm not a fool. These dogs mm -hmm. come before everything. And there yep. is no way that I was ever going to be taking that chance with people and the things that they love and mean the most to them and the trust that they have in me if I wasn't able to get that together. Right. So, um, I was three years of that and, you know, I always circle back to the facts and stories thing, which is the facts was, is I lost them. And my story was either going to be, Hey, I'm going to take this pain and I'm going to go ruin everything. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to bring down my relationship. I'm going to make this more difficult on my parents all because I'm fully not capable of handling the emotions that came with losing him. Or mm -hmm. my story was going to be that I was going to really lean into my faith more, draw closer to God and see where we were going to show up, all three of us. And mm -hmm. that is where I chose to, mm -hmm. you know, develop rough rules, get that started, give my all to that. And, and to be honest, like rough rules truly saved me in my darkest hour. Like it, it is something that just I was able to completely focus my attention on, not avoid the pain, because you really can't avoid that pain. Um, yeah. But it just gave me purpose and drive. And I'm so thankful that I had that because if I was going into a a regular job, nine to five and staring at a screen, I don't think it would have went too well. Yeah, that's not it. That is not so it. Nope. I always try to encourage everybody. You do have facts and you do have mm. stories, but facts are facts and your story is going to be your story and you have complete control over that wow that's deep how do i even pick <laughs> up after that but hello friday <laughs> i know right so good oh man but i'm just i mean the first thing i can the, the emotion that i'm feeling for you right now like an overwhelming sense of it is just so proud of you like almost like a motherly sense of just like Oh my gosh, like you, you did that. Like you, like, Hope even at, that. I know, even at <laughs> a younger age and regardless of your situations and your circumstances, things can be hard. Things will be hard, but you still get to choose either what you do with your life or how you think about the situation that you're currently in. And that is, that's literally for every age, mm -hmm. every human, every background every belief belief every upbringing like and that is dog training come on it's yes. dog training oh my gosh. how many wow. times do it, people want to stay struggling with their dogs where it's like okay like these are your facts but your story is you're continuing to allow a b and c and you're not seeking the help from a professional or you know maybe using training callers if you think that's going to you know change or make a big difference mm -hmm. and things like that so it's so it's funny i feel like life and dog training as we know just correlates <laughs> so so well <laughs> So much all the time. So and good. I'm sure that again, going through this, it, it gave you a level of empathy to be like, Hey, I get it. Things are tough. That's you're in a dark place, but probably also a little bit of a thicker skin because your story is so intense that somebody coming and, and, you know, making excuses about things. I'm sure it gave you a little bit of that push to be like, mm -mm, Nope. Like, I have an answer for that. And there's still a way yeah. through. And just kind of because as dog trainers, we do really have to have this delicate dance and balance between empathy and understanding where the owner is at and relating to them and not making them feel bad about prior choices and decisions and how they were doing things. But we also are in charge and it's our responsibility to kind of light that fire to be like, that was the past we've helped you. We are here now. You have to take this and run with it. Like I can't exactly. do all of the work for you. You do, you are accountable here as well. And so like, many life lessons. In that. Yeah. Like when you go through hard times like that, it's like, you know, I'm sure maybe some clients you share the story with, if it's appropriate and others, may, maybe you don't, it's like, it's not the time to share, but you know, it, it teaches you and it develops your character as a leader to then go and help and lead.
others around you. So I'm sure that applies to the owners that you work with, but also within your team. And what I want to do real quick is I want to circle back to where you were saying something about the school and, you know, how then you got to go and help the other students after you had graduated and how you didn't quite realize at that time what that was doing in your life. But, you know, God goes before you and everything that we do. That's one thing that a teammate of ours, Emily, said to us once. And I was like, that is so true. And I like, it's biblical. It's true. She said it was a good reminder and it stuck with me ever since. And I, I, see it in so many places now. And when I think about how God goes before me, I literally all of a sudden get smacked in the face with like, and this, and this, and this, and remember that? Yep. He was there too. And it's amazing to sit back and, and look at. But so you as a very, very new young dog trainer were kind of like fresh out of school, put into a little bit of a leadership position of trying to help these other students and things like that, which fast forward a few years, you now have a team of your own that you have to lead and guide and teach and mentor Mm -hmm. and assist. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about your team who, you know, how many people there are, you know, what do they do? What do they offer? Let's talk about the, you know, the, the rough rules girls a little bit. How many girls do you have now? I know you guys are growing, but just talk to us a little bit about the team. Yeah. So we, are growing and i'm very excited nervous all the things with it um but right now i have a team of five i have nicole sky eva and those three have been with me um eva was the the one that came on this year uh scott nicole was first then sky came and then now eva was finishing up this year and then i just hired two new girls uh, and that's jenna and serena so i do have a team of five we are going through the entire training you know curriculum and what that looks like which is definitely new to me there's a ton of things that i'm learning um that you just really don't know until you're really in the thick of it um but it's one of those things where like if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, I guess, you know? Amen. And um, right now, Eva is going to be taking on e-collar dogs for our board and train program. That's two and a half to three weeks long. She was doing all of our puppy stuff. And she is, we have such a high demand for our six month and older dogs that I really wanted to get her um, into that position. So she's going to be taking on her first dog in October, which I'm super excited about. And yeah. Jenna will also be doing the same because you do need to own your own place. Uh, you do need to meet certain criteria. I really want the flow of all my girls' homes uh, to be the same experience that clients are getting if you're with me, right? So obviously Mm -hmm. I'm the rough rules account. So if you're looking at all the fake grass and the kennels and everything, um, you know, that is my house, but I do want that same vibe and of course safety throughout my other trainers, uh, properties. So, um, we still have a ways to go with Jenna and Serena, but Serena, I'm actually, this is like a whole test thing with her. I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) but she's so coachable. Um, she's a great, great girl and, uh, I'm excited to see where it goes with her, but what I'm wanting to do with Serena, because she does live in an apartment. So she's actually my personal trainer. (laughs) That's how I met her. Um, and so I like that she definitely has had the hands-on experience of coaching and, Mm -hmm. you know, telling people, Hey, you need to do this to create this type of progress. Um, and she's super into dogs, but again, you can like dogs, but being training dogs and just being like, Oh, I like dogs are completely different. And so what I'm planning on doing Serena is I really want to offer a, uh, in-home lessons program where it will be a three week program and she goes to their homes Monday through Friday for an hour. So it's ultimately going to give you a lot more than you're going to get in lessons. We do offer lessons Mm -hmm. right now. Nicole and I are the only, and Eva, she does the puppy lessons are the only ones that will are currently doing lessons, but that's where, you know, you're meeting with me for an hour and then the rest is up to you. I'm giving you the tools. I'm teaching and training you to be me ultimately. And that's very difficult. Um, and that progress can look slower because you're not a trainer. You do have a life. And so I'm really excited to possibly be able to offer this new program where, you know, you're not sending your dog away for two and a half to three weeks, but you know, the trainer is going to be coming to your home for an hour. And what that will look like is we'll pretty much get that foundation work, you know, going where the dog is doing commands verbally and then, you know, working with our owners on the importance of spatial pressure, 
leash pressure and then how to keep up with the basic things. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm really, really excited to see where this goes, because if it is something that is a program that takes off for us, it's going to be easier. I'm so sorry. Let me back that up. Nothing's easy in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's going to be, uh, better for me mentally where I can hire and train more girls without the stress of the liability of, you know, you having a dog in your home. I do not take mm -hmm. that lightly. Like yeah. Sky, yeah. Nicole, can't. Eva, and you know, if Jenna completes this training course and is still passionate and liking this and wanting to do it, those are four individuals that I trust heavily and that I don't take that lightly. Like if I am giving mm -hmm. you my clients dogs and they are going into your home and you're training these dogs and working with our owners, like I have a ton of trust in you. And, um, again, even if you were to do this other new program that I'm really wanting to dive into, I absolutely still have a ton of trust in you. But as you guys understand and get it doing the board and trains in the past, there is a lot, a lot of liability that is taken yes. out of that, right. which yep. I do like. And again, not everybody wants to send their dogs away. So I really, really want to try to go into 2024 with how can I offer more programs that can reach more clientele um, and just better serve them? Because right now we do just offer the board and train and lessons. And those are extremely successful. They're very popular and I'm so grateful for that. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just going through a season of, you know, being put in a position where I hate the word boss. I literally can't yeah. even get it out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, that's not me. <laughs> um, I really view myself more as this mentor that is in this leadership position. I'm leading these ladies every day on how to show up for themselves first and foremost, and how to, you know, show up for the dogs and how to have a balanced life. That's really so much of what I teach them too, on besides the techniques and the, you know, reading dogs and getting that hands-on experience. But if you don't have balance in your own life, that is something mm. that I am 100% trying to um, give you and show you because you cannot just make your life about these dogs 24 seven. You, you need to, mm. you know, I always say to everybody, I am 100% a business owner. I'm a dog trainer and we've heard it before, but I am a wife. I am a daughter. I live next door to my parents. I brought, I bought the house next door. So it's a real family event over here. Um, I, I, have a, I know I have an amazing group of girlfriends and I want to hang out with them. I want to be a good friend to them. And when you have that balance in this industry, I think that's what makes dog training like awesome. Like I like that if I want to go take two weeks off, because I want to go spend Christmas with my husband's family, I have the ability to do that. Of course, you know, mm -hmm. there's financial things and stuff like that, that you just have to be mindful of and prepare for. But I find this industry to be like, so awesome if you want to do things, but you need to also have the discipline and the diligence to also be able to understand that these dogs needs will forever come before your feelings and to you know, make sure you're giving them everything they need every day, but also providing for yourself as well. And that's something that I really work hard to teach them and give them, but also be an example of showing them. So going back a little bit to when you asked like about the whole star mark experience and where do I feel like that kind of shaped me for the position that I'm in today. Um, when it came to handling the new students, I just feel like that gate, there was like 60 students, that's 60 people I'm reading and, you know, Hey, yeah, do this or lot. change this. So when it came to handling owners and clients, I feel like I had such a big head start in that realm. Um, but I've had a lot of mentors, uh, in my life and I say this with like, um, love, but there's a lot of things that I didn't like the way they treated me. I didn't like the way they treated others or honestly themselves. And I actually took more away from them that I didn't want in my own life. And I didn't want, and how I didn't want to treat, you know, if I ever had employees or ever was in that position. And that's something that I don't know if I would have really been able to have like that knowledge or that you know, ability to see what I want and don't want with my girls or how I treat them. And that's kind of what I'm really grateful for. Like I took more of what I didn't want, which sounds again, crazy, <laughs> yep. but that's something I'm really, really grateful for because I really just, I, like you guys know, this, this industry is really hard. It's lonely and mm -hmm. uh, you don't need somebody breathing down your neck and making it even more worse. I really want to encourage them and help them through the difficult moments and you know, if I'm giving you all that, I'm pouring a lot of love into that. Uh, it, that's also can be draining, you know? So 
Yeah. I'm in a season for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. And I love that you have jumped into that leadership role with, you know, that outlook because, you know, in dog training, this was a while back that we had looked up the statistics. So I'm, I'm sure, well, I hope it had, has gotten a little bit better, but you know, the burnout rate in the dog training industry used to be so high. And I feel like you and I are very much on that same page of that is not what we want for our business. That is not what we want for our team members. And it's not what we want for ourselves. You know, we really want to make sure that, you know, know, yes, it's like you said, it's hard work. It's physical. It's a lot of up and down. It's moving. It's you also have to be very diligent on your planning and your timing because it can so quickly consume you and take over your whole life. And I'm, I'm a product of that. So, you know, in New Jersey, when we had the business in our home, you know, I was doing the boarding trains, the boarding, the private lessons and the group classes all from my home. And I was also doing the phone calls and the emails and the social media and all the things myself. And this was before kids and him and I both have like a really high, like work drive and work ethic. And you know, in a way that's good because he would still be in his office till 8 p.m. So I was like, oh, okay, I can go work the dogs a little bit longer. Or I could book a class six to 8 p.m. and and stuff like that. And we kind of did that. But then we hit a season of life where it was like, okay, you know, we want a family. We want to, you know, see each other more. That would be great. Um, <laughs> and all this stuff. And it was like really once I got pregnant that I was like, okay, I have to slow this down. I have to, this has to look different. This can't look like this anymore. And so that was like where I started the progression of realizing that there's, there can be a balance to your life and your work. Yeah. And kind of like you said, there is going to be seasons. Like we, you know, just were in a season and we'll be going back to a season where we have to push, right? Like there are goals that you want to achieve and, and expectations and all these things that you want for the business that there are seasons where you do have to push. And that means, yes. you know, some longer days or just more focus and like more, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does take a lot more of your, your capacity to really dive in. And it is a little bit tiring at times, but if you're doing it, if you're doing, I feel like the right things, it's also going to fuel you at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to take, 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 take. And I feel like that's where kind of checking in with God and praying on decisions for your business is really important because, you know, he's not the author of confusion. So he's not going to lead you down a road where you're like, should I be doing this or should I do that? Or I don't really feel good about this. And I don't know, you know, where are we going? And it's more so, you know, a big thing can come across my plate. And if I feel spirit and then I feel that, yes, and I'm led to like, okay, this is it. We're doing this. Even as big as that is, I have a feeling of of overwhelming peace with it. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, even like for us, for example, the expansion of the business and branching into a new state, so new territory and things like that, you know, Stacy without God would be like, no, like that's terrifying. How am I going to do that? I like that, that is too big. But Stacy with God in, in my life is just like, okay, he put that on our plate. Like that was not just something that we had a dream of doing one day. Like that was something that was brought to us and we did it with New Jersey. We opened up back there, which was, you know, taking I know, that congrats. state back on. So exciting. Thank you. You know, taking that state back on. And yes, it's been a lot. There's that's, that was the season that was the onboarding with Beth and she is amazing. And I'm just so, I'm just like, I love her so much. I love that clients get to experience her. And, and I'm just so excited for everything that she is doing is going to continue do, to do but then for our next onboarding seminar, which will be this January, you know, we kind of have a little bit of like, okay, back to the, the business as usual. And then we're going to have that kick again, where we kind of have to jump into that season of a lot of hands-on work mm-hmm. because Travis also works within the business too. So he's doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff while I'm doing a lot yeah. of the in front of the scenes stuff. Um, but yeah, so there are seasons to it. And um, I'm just so happy for your team that they have you as a leader and they have you taking all these things into consideration and really thinking about their quality of life. Like how many people can say that they work for a business where their quote unquote boss or their leader, their their mentor, the person in charge is like checking in with them. How are you doing? And oh, business is great. No, no, no. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. How's the family? How's the kids? You know, how are you? Are you stressed? Do you have too much on your plate? If so, what can I do? What can I take off of your plate to make things better and more comfortable for you? And again, 
we're we're pretty you and I, I feel like we're we're cut from the same cloth like we're tough girls oh, i yeah. think like we can take on a lot so we kind of expect a lot of the others around us as well but we surround mm -hmm. ourselves with really strong women at the same time so yes. it's not that we're babying our our team at all because I, I know you're not either i see them out there i see their hustle i see all the stuff that yeah. they're posting but then I, just like you're saying on the flip side, I see the self-care that they're taking. I see the time off that they're taking. Mm -hmm. I saw Nicole on her trip trip back to New York and was like following that on Instagram. And I was just so proud, not only of her, of taking it, but I was so proud that behind the scenes, like you gave her permission or forced her into it. Like, go take that time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love all that. I love what you're doing and, and really the culture that you're creating within the industry, which is is needed. Yeah, I think the key word there is seasons, right? And as owners, I feel like you can go down a road to where you forget about yourself. So those seasons don't exist sometimes for you. And that's okay. But you also need to make sure that you build that back in, right? Because, yeah, you can get burnt out for dog training, but you can get burnt out for business too, like trying to, trying to be an owner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. And it's hard to work both in the business and on the business. So going from like the leader side of things, right? And so I'm, I'm talking to you with this one and, and anybody who owns a business of any kind, there has to be seasons where you somehow manage to not be so much working in your business so you can work on your business. Because if you're always working in your business and you're never taking time to work on your business, you, you can't grow. You, you are going to either stay where you are, which is going to be a state of exhaustion, or yeah. it's going to tank and you're going to close because you can't do can't both at up. the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to have those seasons and those times. And, you know, for our girls, one of the things that how we work our schedule is, or their schedule really, is um, they do four weeks on and one full week off. And then four weeks on, one full week off. And whether that's private lessons, board and trains, any of the things, it's a mandatory week off in between each, you know, every month. And most of the time they don't travel or go away. They could. Um, but a lot of times it's just like, okay, let me clean my house. Let me go get my car detailed because these slobbery, hairy dogs <laughs> have been in my car all, you know, all month. Um, you know, let me go uh, take some time and like, get a massage. I've been yanked around by eight dogs yes. this month. You know, things, let me, you know, spend, do date nights and things with my husband that maybe mm -hmm. I was like missing a little bit of or, you know, stuff like that. So it really is necessary. And somebody told us, so actually Cameron Thompson, years ago. I don't know if you know her. Um, she's in California. She told me years ago, she's like, you need to take a week off after every X amount of dogs. And I remember like kind of looking at her like, okay, Cam, like who has time for that? Like <laughs> time off. Well, that's a weird, I don't even know. What is this language you speak of? Um, and I didn't take her advice and I took her advice on many other things. I did not take her advice on that. And once we started a team here in North Carolina, like it was one of the first things that popped in my head and I was like, oh, Thanks, Cam. We are going to implement that. Mm -hmm. And our team loves it. They love having that week off to look forward to, which I think helps keeps them like pushing and trucking along in the meantime. Oh, yeah. So so I'm excited, too, that you are are a leader who's willing to introduce and try new programs. So that takes courage. Like you're talking about these, this like kind of like a day train, like instead of like a board and train mm -hmm. kind of a program, which is a successful thing. I see other companies do it and yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. Um, it's not something that I, per I personally could do, but I'm also not even doing board and trains right now. Like I'm doing all, a yeah. lot of other things in the business, but I love it. Like I've always looked at it. And I'm always like, that is really cool. Like, I don't know how I would set that up because I've never done it, but that's cool. And I love that, you know, it took somebody coming onto your team that, you know, maybe the board and train route wasn't going to align with her perfectly, but you saw her character was a good fit and maybe her morals are aligned with the company and her personality would be a good fit yep. for the company. Therefore, tweaking a program is the, is the easier thing. Like we can, we can make it work, you know, with, with, offering something else, which like you said, it, it might turn into this big, beautiful blessing of that program might blow up. And now all of your trainers might start offering it. Like we, yeah. you don't know until you try it. Um, but the harder part is finding the people that align oh, with yeah. your core values that fit in with the team that makes things better and not harder. Um, and once you find those people, you have to hold on to those people. So yeah. I'm happy that you're doing that. Yeah. And, and so it's like a whole other back, business. Yeah. Go ahead. It is. And, and and real quickly, just touching up on like, you know, you at the the last thing you said was like holding on to those people, right? That's a whole thing that 
also isn't really talked about, I don't think, but unless you're in it, you really don't know. But as much as you want to hold on to people, you mm -hmm. can't, right? And people are going to leave. And it's not even that thing of like, well, it's not even has to be a thing of like betrayal. It's just life, right? Like moving to different states, having babies, other opportunities. And it's something that, um, you know, I'm definitely, you know, going through. So Nicole is actually going to be moving to, I believe, South Carolina. Uh, she's engaged and that's where her fiance is. So I'm actually oh. going to be losing Nicole um, okay. come 2024. And again, it's all completely understandable circumstances right? However, yep. something that you'll feel, and I'm sure you guys have, if, if you've ever had people leave again, not because of anything of wrongdoing, it's just, they're moving on with their lives and there's other opportunities. And mm -hmm. it's something that you feel hurt no matter what, right? Because you've yeah. put into that and you want it to be a forever thing, you know, like mm -hmm. in an ideal world, it just doesn't mean that, that's going to be, you know, what sticks around. And, um, I'm, it's funny. I, you know, I have my morning routine. I always encourage everybody have a really solid morning routine. Yes. And I currently am, yes. am doing this devotion book. That's about like loving God, loving people and loving your community and obviously like showing up. And so I had this one, you know, devotion and it was so speaking to me because you know, it is very hard to train girls and mm -hmm. it is something that they're around 24 seven. I'm also can be an introvert where like, I do need a little time to myself to just recharge. And it's like, I'm dealing, you know, like you kind of said it earlier, you can't be doing everything in your business. You need to almost take step back if you're wanting to grow. Right. And yes. that's something I'm obviously learning. My passion is handling and training dogs. I will say it forever. I can't say I was a business owner first. I've always been a dog trainer first. And God has opened up these doors that yes, same agree. I'm agreeing with you without my faith. I would not be doing any of this. I would be a fool to be shutting doors that he is opening. However, I'm also learning as I grow and go through these motions. And that is something that on my plate, I am still, I'm doing the most. I do all the lessons. I am having board and trains. I luckily did give up all like the um, consults and paperwork and payments and waivers mm -hmm. and all that uh, to, to Eva. And she does a great job with that. And that took a lot off my plate, but I really need to even push back as much training as I'm doing. And really where I fail is like people need us. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> yeah. I'm there for yeah, you, you know, no. but yeah, it's very hard for me to say no because I really love training dogs and I love working with the owners. I feel like I have a real niche for dealing with people and lessons and making it fun and making it connect and getting them to be, you know, understanding for their dog and for them. And, but, um, but what I'm circling back to is in this devotion, it talks so much about how this woman had her own company and three girls put in their, you know, two weeks and how she felt such hurt with it. Right. But again, it wasn't mm. a hurt of like, I'm upset with them. It's just, you're giving so much. Nobody's going to care much as much about your company as you guys do. Right. Nobody's going to be yes. putting in as much as, as we do. And, um, you know, she felt that her heart and that love that she gave to the original girls wasn't exactly coming like in the same form as the new ones. Right. And she was like, mm. that's just something that came natural. We're humans, you know, we, we have these human emotions and, you know, she very clearly started praying and she heard God say like, hello, I get it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I was betrayed. Yeah. I I was crucified and all I ever did was show up and love you for who you are um with your sins Amen. and all. And how God doesn't want us to lose sight of that love that we should be giving to every single person that we interact with. And I think that's why like I can feel so drained at times, especially mm. with training the new girls is simply because like if you're around me, I'm giving you my all, whether that's dogs, clients, my trainers, like I, that's just who I am. I'm going to literally like love and pour everything in. And it does take a lot of energy and also saving that for my husband, for my parents, for my <laughs> other friends, you know, you just don't really realize how much goes in 
in a dog training industry, especially like us, when you do have employees, it is definitely a whole nother aspect of having um, employees. But I thought that was really so meaningful. And again, just God coming in at a time of like, hey, I know what you're feeling. I hear your prayers. And here's a little something for you to read and then kind of circle that back. And so that is something that I'm trying, I am being, not trying, I am being so mindful of that when these girls leave or if they do and things just happen to continue to circle back with my faith and God and being like, what do you, what am I doing? What's right. Do you want me to be mm -hmm. doing this? If so, you know, keep bringing these people into my life that I can mentor and, you know, build to be great trainers and I will continue to show up, but I need that strength in him to understand, like, to just continue to can giving what I gave to the first one, to the second mm -hmm. one, to the third mm -hmm. one. And that's just can be hard. Cause again, like it doesn't mean they're leaving because of negative circumstances. It's just, oh, like you just feel that like, no, please don't go. I don't want to do this again. And you're so perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. I know that feeling. And, you know, we went through a season once where I remember sitting down with him and just being like, I just had a moment where I was just kind of like broke a little bit. Cause like you said, we give so much and we are so strong. Yeah. We're doing all these things. And it was a moment where I just looked at him and I was just like, should I keep going? Like, it, what am I doing? You know, and, and we are human and that is the human side of things. And the beauty in that though, is that I have found that people don't want to follow a leader who seems like they're always right. Right. Even though that's what we chase on Instagram and that's what we, you know, like we, we are drawn to all these things that look so perfect. But really, if you if you really step back, you're drawn to people who are authentic, who you see have real human moments, yeah. and then you actually admire how they handle it. So that yeah. will draw people in and that will draw your team in 10 times more. And, yes. you know, if we're tying it back, back biblically, you know, if it's not good, it is not done. Like he's still working on it and let him work it for your favor. Let him work it for your good, you know? So if people are leaving, that means that that is a, an opportunity. A door is opening somewhere else. And Trust. if it doesn't feel good right now, yeah. because it is hard and it's kind of sad, you have to mourn, like you said, like those, not that you're not ever going to talk to the people again. And, and some, maybe not like who knows how things will yeah. go, but you know, a lot of these people, like you said, same with me, like you get really close to and like you care about them and your family's blend and all of this stuff. And it's kind of mourning the fact that that isn't going to be in your day to day anymore. And like, you know, and like that little feeling of like that loneliness yeah. comes into because, you know, when you're a dog trainer and you don't have a team, dog training itself can be a really lonely um, position oh, yeah. because it's just you and a bunch of dogs. And yeah, you have clients come and go, but yeah. it's very momentary. It's very, you know, just for those couple hours or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And in your whole day to day, like I remember there was a time I was walking down the road and I would just like, I had my podcast in and I was listening to all this stuff. And I was like, it just dawned on me. I was like, I miss people. Like, <laughs> you talks are cool and all, but like, mm -hmm. I like to talk and I can't yeah, really yeah. talk to you. And you and me you know, both. So, yeah, what, you know. What I like that you guys are doing, you know, both of you guys, and, and I strive for this too in my company, um, is that we strive for culture. We strive to have a team that <clears throat> is a cultural fit with each other and we actually grow off of each other. Mm -hmm. So when you're growing together, I feel like that's so it's just more intimate of a relationship. And when you lose one of those people, you lose that too. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just a lot deeper than just an employee. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was I mean, perfectly you look at a corporate, said. yeah, you see a corporate structure and it's different, right? <clears throat> it's, it's not the same. Some corporations, <clears throat> excuse me, they can create culture, but it's not as intimate as a small team like we have. So it's yeah. Cool. And I live that. Like I honestly, the, the, the first company that got my foot back in the door and then introduced the old e-collar training. I, I, I'm not kidding. They never came to look at where I lived. They sent wow. me to a program for just two weeks. I mean, I was like, I feel like not to toot my own horn, but I'm like, wow, I must be like a gold mine for you guys. Cause like, <laughs> I don't know how you train people in two weeks and then mm -hmm. just send them on their way. But again, they weren't in my life at all. You know, yeah. it wasn't a checking in. It wasn't a relationship. I was very much alone training, doing my day-to-day -day things. And like you said, that is something that I 100% want to, I, I strive to give my girls on a daily is that relationship for me to them. Hey, 
You're not yeah. alone. You need me, call me. Something goes wrong, call me. Like I'm going to be so, it's like dog training. I'm so, I'm very fair, but I know how to be firm in a moment that needs it. But again, that firmness isn't going to brush somebody the wrong way because it's also fair. Um, it's yeah. not coming out of nowhere. Like my least favorite bosses in my entire life are the ones that are bipolar and I have no idea what I was ever walking into. I act the yep. same way I do every day with you, but you're either, you know, Hot trashing me yeah. or giving me a hard time, or then you're my best friend. And like, though, yeah. that is something, like I said, I would always, I was just so mindful of, I will never be that. And I really can't be who I, I just, I'm authentically who I am. Um, and mm -hmm. that's something like I can be a little insecure in certain areas where I definitely could use some confidence building exercises. Um, but I'm very confident. Like a dog. <laughs> yes. Everything's like a dog. Um, but I'm very authentic and confident in like just who I am and what I give to the people around me. Because to be honest, I'm not thinking about it. It just happens naturally. Um, so yeah, I, I really, I think we all get that. And it's a, circling back to seasons. You can mentally toughen up for a season, understanding it's a season, right? Burnout yes. to me is where you're not finding a balance. There isn't a season and you're just running yourself ragged and there's no improvement. There's no nothing to where like you just hit a wall and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that again. All right. I can't do yeah. this moving mm -hmm. forward where mm -hmm. seasons to me, like you guys said, it's like, Hey, these are my goals. This is what I need to do. And that's the season I'm in. I'm, I'm training dogs just as much as I was without training trainees. And now I'm adding that on top of it. But to me, it's, it's necessary because I want them to watch me and see what I'm doing and handling these dogs. So it's like a necessary, it's like necessary. It's, it's, yeah. I can't, you know, do one without the other. So yeah, seasons are good. You just got to understand it's a season and you can't stay in it forever. <laughs> yeah. It exactly. goes, goes back to what Stacy was saying about being authentic to yourself and being okay with not being perfect. Like that takes a ton of stress off of you. And then that also creates relationship within your, your business to, or with the, your employees. So they feel that you're confident that you're doing the best that you can. And then they can emulate the same thing. Yes. And yep. then now that's off your, that's off your plate. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I'm excited for you. You know, like you're going through it. You're kind of in the weeds a little bit, but that is where we grow, right? That is where character is shown and even our flaws, right? So if, if you do handle something and you kind of look back and you're like, Ooh, wish I did that better. Give yourself grace, go ahead and apologize if there's an apology needed, but then grow and learn from that. Like take that. And then when you, when it, if, and when it comes up again, you're like, ah, this time I've got <laughs> mm -hmm. it. I know exactly what to say. Yeah. And that is how we grow. So even yeah. though it might be a little stressful and it's a, it's a season, you know, and you're like, oof, like I'm, I'm feeling, this is like winter. If we're talking about season, I'm cold. It is snowy. <laughs> this, is a, this is a tough one. Um, still, you're going to come out stronger. You know, spring's going to come. You're going to come out of that season. And when you do like the relief that comes with it and looking back and like feeling proud of yourself. Like I did that, like this happened. That was a bomb that was dropped on me. And like, look where the business is now, look where I am now, you know, and, and all of that. So I'm, I'm super excited for you. Um, the one other thing I did want to talk about, but while we still had you on, um, was how, you know, cause the last couple of podcasts we've actually had, you know, the, the female dog trainer and the husband is a piece of that, right? So oh. how does your husband feel about having the business literally as his home? Like this is where he lives. He lives it. he breeds it. I'm sure he leaves to go to work, but you know, it's, he comes home and there's dogs everywhere. Like how does your spouse feel about it? Honestly, I, he's going to love to hear about this one. He is just <laughs> too good to be true. Honestly. Um, I, I have such a hype man. <laughs> Nice. And he is my biggest supporter. He is somebody that encourages me, picks me up. If I am at 30%, he's showing up at 70%. And um, yes, the beautiful thing in our relationship is, and I'm so grateful for is we don't have, I don't have to ask for it. Um, you know, and he doesn't have to ask me for things. It's, it's a very, um, we're, we, we really just show up for each other in the ways that we need yeah. it, but how he feels about it we are just a perfect dynamic as far as he's the director of golf at Jacaranda golf course. So 
Oh, okay. They work extremely long hours. He works Monday through Saturday. He's at out the door wow. probably at like 7:20, comes home around 5:30, sometimes 6, and wow. he has Sundays off. And so it's funny in his industry, um most wives or girlfriends have such a problem with that busy schedule, right? Where it's yeah. like they could have kids, understandably, and you want your husband home more. He does, you know, will have to work holidays sometimes. And um, because of what I do, <laughs> it's yep. this perfect dynamic where, you know, we wake up together, um, we'll have like a little morning, he's out the door, I'm with the dogs, and then boom, we're working. And then because of what we have going on, it actually helps me to shut off. I'm like, all right, he comes home at six. We're cooking dinner. Yep. Um, we are going to sit down and enjoy each other's company and shut off at the end of the night. And then, you know, maybe it's something simple like the dogs are on place or whatever that might look like. And then his one day off is Sunday. So I've made it um, a thing where there's no clients coming to the house on Sundays. I'm not doing yes. lessons. We're not doing go home sessions. Um, so that's like our one day to regroup. And then again, I mean, really, it's ridiculous. We're like doing chores. We're doing things. It doesn't really stop. Yeah. Um, but he gets asked, that question a lot where people will find out like his, you know, Oh, your wife's a dog trainer. And you could just tell instantly they are like, wow, your house must be disgusting and smell and it must be chaotic <laughs> and chaos. And he will always look at them and be like, you could walk into our house and have no idea that yes. there's even a dog training company being run out of it. Um, you know, my garage is my kennel room. The room that I'm talking to you guys in right now is this little creepy Floridian rooms that we have that's been this perfect training um, room that we have and I can shut the doors. And so um, I'm also OCD. So I'm cleaning a lot too, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, so we have what I mean, and going back to it all, such a great relationship and a balanced in his work life and my work life. And it really works well together. So I'm just so incredibly thankful for that. Um, but the one thing that he does that I can definitely irk me in moments where I'm like, my patience is maybe running a little bit low. Uh, but I'm so thankful for is he has such a pet owner mentality right? Where mm -hmm. I can have these very high expectations for these dogs, or I'm like, Hey, we can't, you know, you remember I'm working on this dog being calm. And he's one of the ones like, but I come home and I just want to see the dogs. Or he <laughs> has such like a very pet, like mental state. And it helps me kind of understand where I'll take that and be like, all right, this is what the owners are going to do. All right. This is what yes. they're going to be feeling. Yeah. Um, and so I really like that just because I don't know how people shout out to you if you do no disrespect, but when you're both trainers, I, I, that would be insanely difficult in my opinion, because you guys have your dogs and it's constant training. And so I love that he has nothing to do with what I do and I have nothing mm -hmm. to do what he does. And when we're together, it's like, you know, we're, we're with each other. We're enjoying each other's company. We're doing things that we want to do, but when we need to discuss things, it's a team effort. And that's what I mean. Like he runs a, I mean, his employees range from anywhere between like 18 to 70, I think. Wow. Um, and you know, he's running all these employees. He's letting people go. He's having difficult conversations. He's having to go through the hiring process and, you know, I'm going through certain things like that as well. And it, I'm so grateful that I have mm. him to talk to and for him to be like, Hey, these things are normal. This is how yeah. I would handle it because I'm definitely like your golden retriever. I'm super friendly <laughs> and he is, you know, he can be very strict, but then be this goofy fun guy when the time is right. And so, so he's you know, like a he, German shepherd. Like he can yeah. like have like really serious work drive and then be like a total doofus. Yes. Yeah, I love exactly. It. I love that. <laughs> so, um, our relationship and what we got going on, is really good. However, it's worked at, we, sh I'm, we're working yeah. at that every single day. We've been together for 10 years. So, you know, that's not like an easy thing, but it's so rewarding in my opinion, because it's just, you know, we get each other and he can, like I said, I don't have to say things. He can just look at me and be like, Oh, you had a rough day, you know? And then he just comes in and gives me a hug, which is really all I oh. needed. And I'm just like, oh, this is like the best, yeah. you know? So um, as far as he, like his opinion of what I do, um, he's the person that tells me how proud he is of me the most. He's the one that mm. reminds me to keep going and encourages me. And is the one that says, you know, hey, 
if everybody was doing it, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And so I'm just extremely thankful for him. And I really love that our jobs have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> yeah. I like them already. I know. I'm oh, like, I'm like listen to you. I'm like, they be buddies. But again, like that's like the reoccurring theme. The last few couples, I'm like, we're all like just like oh, yeah. good friend couples from like a distance. You know how it's hard to get the the guy to get along with oh. the guy and the girl to get along with the girl when you're trying to do like couple friendships. Yeah. It's we like, should oh, literally do like a couple's so retreat. We should, yeah, oh my fun. gosh. There's yeah. actually one we should, listen, we hidden. Have to, we have to do something. That would be yeah, so K cool. Casey, the guys could just all, grow like, out. Oh, for sure. It would be so much fun. So much fun. Because yeah. I think of our you, husband, you know, Summit, um, uh, Canine oh, Summit, right? With um, Sierra. We did Sierra our, and we her husband. Out with them. We all went oh, out. We did. Oh, oh my gosh. Her my, husband. Oh, that's right. She husband. came out to you. Oh, yeah, my she, gosh. So he's from, her husband is from Plantation. And I'm in uh -huh. Fort Lauderdale. So it's at my oh, Andrew, right who's my husband's name. He works in plantation. So when they've come down oh, twice, um, I've seen her. But the second time she's like, hey, let's get our men together. And we were able to make that work. And so we all hung out and it was a blast. So yeah, we're, we may have we're to do doing a this. Retreat. We're doing this on a larger <laughs> scale. We're getting a bunch of us together. Like literally scratch everything else on my calendar, babe. I'm yeah. busy. I'm planning a retreat right now. And I'm, you know. Snowden phones are down. Nobody call because I'm busy. That's so <laughs> exciting. That's going to happen. Yes. Stay tuned for that, everybody, because that'll yes. be funny. That'll be some oh funny stuff. We'll get some bloopers it there for sure. It is going to be funny. <laughs> um, well, this has been amazing. I love everything that you said. I'm so excited for your growth. I'm so excited for even though if, if a season is tough, how much you are going to learn from it because you're in a growth mindset. So you're not going to fall victim to it. You will continue to grow. And mm -hmm. that means that rough rules will gr continue to grow and your relationship will continue to grow. Just all of these things. And, you know, where can everybody find you at online if they're not already following you? Uh, yeah. If, if you want to follow me, it's rough, R-U-F-F underscore rules. And that is my account. Um, and you will never know that it is me probably doing that account because I don't have one single photo of my face <laughs> on there. So I really need to probably work a little bit better at that. But my stories are a big thing that I do. And I show my dogs, uh, the dogs that are currently in the board and train programs with us. I'm constantly showing their training, where we're at, what we're doing, why I'm doing it. Um, so you'll see my face there. You just won't see my face yes. on the actual page. <laughs> I love your stories though. Honestly, it's one of those content. ones that, you know, as soon as I see it come up, I'm like, I can take five minutes and watch all of these because it's worth <laughs> it to me. You are so engaging Dang. and so sweet and you really are good at teaching and explaining. So any owners that are listening, please go follow Keely and her page. Um, rough rules because you will learn so much. Um, you know, again, like a couple other people we've had on, we would love to have you on for a part two sometime because I want to talk about, there were so many things we didn't even get to. Like I wanted to talk yeah. about like all of your off leash training and like Let's all of this it. stuff because there is so much more, but this was amazing. I think this was really needed right now. I'm like, I'm so excited for people to hear this. We do end every podcast with a little game of what we like to call this or that. <laughs> and it's just your preference. We make it up on the fly. These are oh, not pre-screened questions. It, it is based a lot of like on what we've talked about today. So these are going to just come off the top of my head. So I apologize if any are like weird. Um, Ooh, let's do so it. <laughs> a traditional one that we always do is coffee or tea. Oh, coffee. <laughs> In IV form, right? Okay. Like yeah. all day. Love I'm not it. a tea girl. I'm not fancy enough yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just a good old coffee. I love that. Um, so I know you live at the beach, but do you prefer if you could choose beach or like mountain life? Mountain, mountain life. Really? Yeah, I'm actually, I snowboard. My dad's a diehard skier. Um, I love oh, hiking. Come, come here and we're going to snowboard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love like all of that. You know, again, it's one of those things where it's like, could I have the beach and the mountains, but the sand yeah. it gets everywhere. It sticks on you. It's like, ugh. yeah. So, and sometimes the ocean's not nice. The mountains are always crisp, beautiful, and yeah. just like waiting for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. We definitely have to split our time because I feel the yeah. same way, which is why we moved to North Carolina, but I'm also like, 
I really miss the beach. I mean, granted, the beach is only about three hours from us, but still. So yeah, we're going to have to. What was that movie where they like house swap? We'll just do one of those maybe. We have to swap houses. (laughs) Wait, I want to hang out first actually in person and then we'll do the house swapping. (laughs) And then we'll talk about swapping houses. And my parents, you know, next door, they'll cook for you. They'll get the cigars going. Like it'll be great. I think that's hysterical that they live next door and I love that. Do you have any fish bats that you can think of? Just corny ones, probably. That's um, fine. I think it's, it's just oh, a corny ones. Me, Mango or pineapple? Oh. <laughs> uh, I think mango. Nice. Um, let's see. Running a business or running your business or doing the dog training part of your business? Oh, dog training all day for me. Dog training part. Got it. Yep. Um, podcast or actual physical books? Oh, podcasts. Me and reading are like, hang on. It takes me like I'm on one page for five minutes. <laughs> Love it. Oh, I got one. Go. Dogtra or e-collar technologies? Oh, funny. So I'm going to have to go with e-collar just because I yeah. use it the most. Um, but another trainer just told me, what was it? It's over here. The IQ mini of Dogtra. The Dogtra IQ mini is actually tinier than the micro on e-collar oh. and I wish I kind of knew that a little bit sooner. So I've been trying out that, um, but I do like the e-collar just, the, I just, I like e-collar better, <laughs> but yeah. I will be using the Dogtra IQ mini for my very tiny dogs moving forward. That's good. It's good to know. Yeah. Nice. What about you guys? That's a good. I like e-collar. I just okay. know it best. I love the yeah, digital same. screen. I don't ever yeah, want a screen where or I don't ever want to dial where I can't see exactly what number I'm on. I'm a little too yes. OCD for that. So yeah. yeah, for me, e-collar technologies all day. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, I used this before, but I want to bring it back because again, you're married, so it all pertains. <laughs> if you could choose one, which would it be? So this or that, would you choose weekly date nights or quarterly vacations with your with your spouse? Oh, that's a good one. Can I have both for 500? <laughs> yep. I guess yes, I'd have to can. say, yeah, I guess I'd have to say quarterly vacations just because, uh, we don't, we could use more of them for sure. Where I'd yeah. love to just like go places and, and do things one-on-one weekly date nights. Technically, you know, every time I'm sitting at the table for dinner, looking at them, I'm like, this could be a date night. <laughs> <laughs> this is us dating. We got it in. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Any of the couples I've been asking that too, and everybody so far has had the, said the same thing. They're like, we see you a lot throughout the day, so I'm going to go with that quarterly vacation. But yeah, also I'd be over both, the weekly so. date nights probably. I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I hear you. Well, this has been amazing, Keely. Thank you so much. Again, we're so excited for you. We're so proud of you, and. You know, I can't wait to finally meet in person and hang yes. out and do our couples retreat. So stay Absolutely. tuned for that, everybody. We will uh, so be sharing excited. all about that as soon as we figure it out. So, <laughs> hey, thank you <laughs> guys. That. Seriously, I love the opportunity and this was really, really fun. Yeah, thanks, Kimmy. Amazing. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.